Hi, friends. It's Jessica Sun. Welcome back to Guru Please, the show about pushing the limits of life and stepping up to live with more meaning, more purpose, and more passion. I want to take this time to talk about imagination and visualization and why imagining is so important and the right way to do it and then common mistakes that people make when practicing visualization and imagination. If you've seen The Secret or you've kind of delved into this world of law of attraction and similar ideas, you've probably encountered the idea of visualization before. But basically, it's a meditation exercise where you sit down, you close your eyes, and you imagine yourself in great detail doing something. And that can be driving a sports car. It can be shooting a hoop in basketball. It can be anything. And it's very sensory. You want to activate all your senses. Like, what do you see? What do you taste? How do you feel? Like, all the senses are engaged. And then you really want to specify those little details that you might not think of when you just say, oh, I'm driving a car. You want to really imagine in great detail, okay, what color is the steering wheel? What material is it? Is it daytime? Is it evening? Where am I specifically? Not just, oh, I'm on a highway, but which highway? Are there cars around you? How fast are you going? It's as if you're really in it versus you're just talking about it or reading about it. You can use visualization to get better at literally anything you're doing. If you just imagine yourself, visualize yourself doing it better and spend time really practicing that and practicing the skill of visualization. It's actually, I think, a skill we can build to imagine and visualize and kind of use a side of our brains that isn't the getting things done side. It's the creative side. It's the side that believes versus the side that does and carries things out. Now, why is this so important? I think that the only way to make great changes happen in your life is to be able to visualize and to imagine something for yourself that pretty much doesn't exist for you today. If you're in a hard time in your life and if you're going through a lot and it seems like there's no way out and you've been trying to figure something out but things aren't working how you'd want them to work and you feel stuck and unsure, I think that visualization and imagining something totally outside of everything you know is the only way to really get unstuck and it's your way to a different life, a new way of being and living. People will commonly make the mistake of thinking ahead, thinking about the future, but not imagining. And there's such a difference between thinking about the future versus imagination slash visualization. The thing about imagination is that it's not based on anything in your past and anything you know. And oftentimes it can seem outrageous to the logical part of the brain. I think this is what keeps people stuck for much longer than they 
really need to be is an inability to visualize and to imagine a future that's radically different from the one they have right now. I think a lot of career shifts and dramatic changes in people's lives really come from the fact that somebody could visualize something totally outside of everything they knew. And this applies not just in your career and in your work, but also in your personal life, how you conduct your relationships, how you interact with yourself, and how you feel day to day and week to week. If you are able to imagine a different way of being and really, really imagine it to the full detail and sensory experience where you think and feel like you're there, then you'll be able to create that. That's the first step, the kind of seed in yourself for that future and for that to come about. Imagination is so powerful and such a creative force and skill that we really kind of overlook in terms of its power to change your life and to change how you live and how you feel every single day. We see it mostly as a distraction or entertainment, something to enjoy here and there in a movie or in a book. But imagining and visualizing, they don't need to be limited to the scope of entertainment. They can really become part of one's life and serve as a useful technique to create or manifest whatever you want to do. And naturally, if you haven't done this very often, when you do it, several thoughts might appear like, you know, this is impossible, or this is so silly, or, you know, how is this going to get me to wherever you're imagining or whatever you're imagining? For instance, if you are broke and then you're imagining yourself walking through a mansion and you're like visualizing the marble floors and all the panes of glass and maybe the super nice high-end furniture. And you you might be thinking to yourself, well, this is crazy. This is absurd. How can just visualizing or imagining this get me anywhere closer? I mean, this reality, this dream or this space has nothing to do with my current reality. And I would say to you just to allow those thoughts to come and keep imagining and keep visualizing because the thing about good visualization technique is that it doesn't have to have anything to do with your current reality. In fact, the more distant it is from your present reality, the farther it can launch you into somewhere different. And one important thing is to be able to be in that visualization and then to feel what it feels like right now to be there. So if you're broken, unhappy, and then you visualize a mansion and that you're living in this mansion, also really feel how you would feel being in that space. You know, you're visualizing that for a reason. And most likely it's because you think that being there is going to bring you happiness and relief and good feelings. So really 
get into what that feels like. Is that gratitude? Is that satisfaction? Is that pride? And get down to what you would feel like living that way and do it now rather than, you know, wait until that time comes around to feel that way. Again, visualization is a skill that we can improve on over time. And if you find that those thoughts of, okay, this is silly, are becoming too strong and too loud, I recommend starting with something very, very simple, something maybe very neutral, like imagine yourself sitting in the darkness and then you're holding a flashlight in your hands. And what does that feel like? What color is this flashlight? Imagine yourself pointing it in different directions. Imagine yourself gripping it. Which hand are you gripping it with? What does it feel like? Is it cold or hot to the touch? Is it one of those really bright flashlights or is it kind of dim and older? Like really get into every single little detail of this experience. And from there, you can push yourself a bit more and say, okay, I'm shining it around. What do I see? Am I in a space? Am I in a room? Am I outside? You know, when I shine it different directions, what does it reveal? And then from there, you can create a situation or create the setting. That is a way to kind of further your technique and take baby steps into growing and nurturing the skill. I personally have found visualization to be one of the quintessential techniques that I've used in my life to really radically change how I feel and how I live day to day. I think it's the most useful when you're in a place where it feels like there's just no way out and you've thought through things so much, but it just seems like you can't figure it out and it's just time for something very different to come into your life. I used to be in a place where I felt bad basically all the time to a point where I couldn't even conceive of a future. It just, it couldn't happen because I always felt like every day was ending. It was as if tomorrow just may not come around. And when I thought about the future, it was just a total blank. My future just didn't exist. Everything in my present seemed wrong and just seemed like dead ends everywhere. And I felt just very, very bad. It was very hard for me to do anything. And if I did do anything, it felt very fake and it felt like very forced. So coming from that, I know what it feels like to really suffer in that way and to feel like everything is ending and there's just no no getting out of it except suicide and except really drastic measures of ending one's life. So the technique of visualization imagination was my only way to get out of that. I used it step by step, of course, just in little, little ways of pushing myself or pushing what I thought I could do little by little. And that actually started out with my journey to running a marathon, 
you know, I started running here and there, three miles, five miles, nothing more than that really ever in my life. And, and then I read a book about a monk who had trained for a marathon and then run it. And I thought, okay, but I wasn't about to run a marathon by any means. Then I heard that Oprah had run a marathon and somehow that inspired me. Somehow I just thought to myself, well, if Oprah can run a marathon, I could run a marathon. So the seed was planted. And over time, I met other people and they had run many, many marathons. And there's a running community where, you know, people who didn't look fit had run marathons. And slowly but surely over, I would say, one or two years, the idea was rooted in my mind that I could do it even, that I was in fact capable of it. And that's the funny thing about imagining. It's very interesting that we have such a response to imagining, such a negative response to imagining, because quite frankly, we're, we're all people and we're all capable of doing so much. And yet when we imagine ourselves being there, the mind is very quick to put it down and to shoot it down and deny and to say that it's impossible. Now looking back at my journey to a marathon, it's funny to me. It brings kind of a smile to my face because of course the whole time I was capable of running a marathon, it, it really just comes down to putting in the training and the hours. There's no such thing as oh, only a few people can do it or it really takes so much. So many people have done it that it's so inside the realm of possibility now to me that it almost seems silly that I ever thought otherwise, that I ever thought that I couldn't do it. So visualization helped me to get to running three marathons so far. And then, of course, it helped me out of my deep depression because I started imagining, okay, well, how do I want to feel day to day? And it had nothing to do with what I was doing or where I was working or where I was living. It really was visualizing, okay, the moment I wake up, how do I want to feel? Or not even how do I want to feel? How could I feel? What would feeling good really be like for me? Literally minute to minute from the moment I wake up. You know, I'm going to wake up and kind of stretch my arms and smile and feel like this excitement and get up and get ready for the day. You know, you literally walk through every single minute versus just saying something like, I feel bad and I just want to feel better. Like break down for yourself what feeling better really looks like. And that's my challenge for you this week is to visualize the very first minute of your ideal day. The moment you wake up, what does that first minute look and feel like? Just imagine, how do you feel? Really feel that? And then what do you do? Do you get up immediately? Do you just kind of sit and meditate on what you're grateful for? Do you 
hurry out of bed? Probably not. Do you just calmly and gracefully get up with a sense of certainty and just visualize what that minute looks like? Maybe you just lie there and you just feel really good and you feel thankful that you're alive and that you woke up and that you're here right now. You know, I like to have a lot of energy when I wake up and feel like really excited, not just for my plans for the day, because I may not have any plans, but just generally enthusiastic that I get to be alive and here and able to live as I live and live on this planet and enjoy what it is and to be that soul having a human experience. So that's my challenge for you this week. And up next this Friday, our interview episode is with a writer, blogger, and wellness speaker. And this one's going to be a bit different. It's going to be about her process of writing a book and the lessons learned from practicing this art of writing and blogging. So it's really going to be geared for writers, creatives, and anyone interested in the creative journey and what it really looks like to be a writer. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited to share that with you. I really like sharing really different people, different walks of life, but all with something in common, which is that they're really trusting themselves, going with it, and empowering themselves and others to create lives that they like and that they want to live so tune in on friday and i'll catch you next time for another episode of guru please